natural sense for when something's aligned. And I, I think the hidden there's a hidden piece underneath all of this as well. It relates back to, I guess, proper definition of the business and a good understanding of the identities, the people in the business, um, and yep. the understanding of themselves. Is is the there's, there's a danger of becoming a, a commoditized product, so a product that is comparable based on price alone. Because right. the, the thing that distinguishes between a a product you can get good value for for the for what it's really worth versus the commodity product is normally what else does it mean to the person? What what else are they buying into when they're buying that product? And that's the layer above that. This is what we're talking about. We're taking the base product. We're adding a a story and a message that's well represented. It has the right feeling. It's probably more grounded in nature, aligned to the target market. And suddenly you've yep. got something that has way more value than just being a product. And so in a, in a strange way, your ability to define the pieces we're talking about is going to add more value to your bottom line because it, it's taking your product out of the, the commodity price competitive space and putting it into a whole new, whole new level. Yeah, and that's where I find it fascinating for a lot of brands and I've been in a lot of brand strategies and content strategies and digital strategies in all these sessions where basically people are yes they're they're analyzing you know the the their sort of situation and and you know what they're uniquely positioned to do and all of these things but it's all theoretical Phil yep um, it's all theoretical if you're not in motion and you're not actually got that sort of two-way dialogue going um, not only with your your audience and and your customers, but uh, your partners and your colleagues and your family, and uh, we've got to be constantly bouncing off these people. It's one sort of gargantuan experiment, you know, that that we're a part of. Um, that we need to sort of absorb the lessons, or you know, really take in all those experience and learn the lessons as quickly as we can to stay to stay in touch. I suppose is 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 the word is is really stay on the pulse and 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 evolve the way we need to and there was my keyboard again it just it likes to show up and say hello um that that to me has been the the key with yeah with over the years not only on my own journey but the, the various different businesses i've worked with well it's 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 there's a um it's a grand that's the grandness i guess i'm talking about from a human point of view and i suppose the space i've been in all these years, it hasn't been the online space directly, but it's been the human space. And mm. the development that I see happening in that space is what almost, it's a precursor to a lot of this content creation in, in many ways. Right. And in the sense that people have to have their own journey in their own right and understand some of these things. And they're the ones that are going to be able to better represent that. And, and, and probably another extension of this too is the, it's the whole reputation management thing on what happens when you've got a you know you've got a hospitality business there's a level of service required and then there's an opportunity for feedback you know i had, I had a chat to someone the other day that was um we we're talking about the feedback mechanism i said create the opportunities and we said well you know at this point we're not entirely happy with some of the the service levels we're delivering um so we don't want to encourage feedback <laughs> and it's sort of like well why don't you fix the service levels and then encourage <laughs> the feedback as part of that deal sort of thing because it's not Again, it, it, people are afraid to take that cold hard reality on board, and the ones that do yeah. are the ones that make the they make the moves. They don't get stuck. They're not hiding. They're putting it out there. And I think the process of creating copy to represent the more foundational aspects of the business 
is actually just that individual journey. It's about the level to which you're grounded and you can express what you need to express. You know where it's broken, you know where it works well, and you know what? You're ready to just put it out there. And yes, there'll be some negative feedback come back. There's going to be adjustments required. But if you're not, you're actually hiding and restricting your possibilities. You're actually, you know, sort of tightening up and shrinking down and just doing something. Yeah. You're not being proactive yeah. and out there. So did that make sense, Ian? Oh, perfect sense. There's yeah. there's a lot of fear yeah. in that yeah. sort of yeah. holding on to uh, and not expressing and not having that two-way dialogue. Yeah. And the ironic thing is, is it's not a successful outcome if if you kind of keep your cards close to your chest. And a couple of um, things there to, to pick up on, you know, um, the feedback, actually getting reviews from people. I always have this interesting discussion with people about, you know, what you sort of mentioned there. We don't want to get bad feedback from people. So therefore, these things that we know we need to improve, we're going to quickly improve them. Well, yeah, it's good to be to acknowledge that and and to want to improve those things. Um, but that's they're the things that you know you need to improve. They may not necessarily impact the customer at all. Um, and that's the fascinating thing about building websites and analysing the customer journey on websites is that you think you know that the way that people are going to sort of journey through and find their way to a particular outcome. You can make all sorts of guesses as to how they'll get there. But until you actually have that emotion and you're getting the feedback from people, you don't know where they're going to end up. No. There's a, it's not, it's not necessarily a, a mathematical <laughs> equation. It's more of a science in that well, they sense. Don't, they don't know either, do they? Like, neither party really knows. It's, 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 it's like a, I've always found it interesting in a in the initial stages of a meeting. You know, people go in and think they're going to have a meeting and they're going to define the whole process and then tick the box, uh, occupy, you know, fill the boxes out, tick everything off, and then job's done. Yeah. And there's this yep. stage of chaos in that early stage. It's like the discussion that starts to uncover all these other aspects. So I see you do that as well. And how yep. long have you been doing that for? I mean, we've been doing that for like the last twenty five years. What sort of yep. results have you had there? And it's it's like it goes from this, okay, this should be fairly straightforward and simple, let's spend an hour, to suddenly here's all these other dimensions, here's all these other stuff that's being highlighted, and hell, we need to look at this in a completely different way. And and that's yeah. the beginning of this process that was supposed to be simple, to create copy for a website. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's you're in this space more than I am, Ian, but I'm assuming that's the sort of, that's what I've seen before where I've been involved. Nailed it nailed it because there's, yep. there's just literally and that was me waving to someone in the real world by the way um, when I put my hand up um, it's literally so many levels to this layers and layers and layers uh, and and that's probably what's scary to a business especially a startup business who comes along and says I need a website yep. they don't realise that there's quite a lot to this journey and it requires being open about you know where you're at, essentially. Just, just kind of going. Look, here's where I'm at. I don't know these things. I need help. You know, um, and 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 I, and I mean, you and I have got lots of stories about that. These sorts of businesses where we go, okay, I know I can help this, this these guys. I know, I know I can provide some support because they're open about 
what they need, what they don't even know they need. Yep. And that's critical with all of this stuff is that um, you just kind of go, look, I need to collaborate with you. I don't know it all. Um, and I think that's when the fear starts to creep in and when they start to go, no, look, oh, I'm not really sure. I just, oh, we, we just want to sell stuff. I, can't, I don't need all that fluff. And that's, that's um, a, such a critical point, isn't it? Because that's, that's yeah. really where they decide to just do something. Just yeah. do something. And and yeah. the fear of actually exposing or bothering to think or reflect or understand and accept where they actually are is yeah. is great enough to cause them to just do something. So they've got so now now they've got a situation where they've got um the fear still exists, the unknown still exists, and they've just wasted a heap of money and time on doing something online that doesn't actually represent their business to generate value. So they've got like yeah. a double whammy. They're now, they're now maintaining something that's not actually generating the value because they couldn't get over that initial human factor around the fear, the understanding, the acceptance, and all the rest of it. And, I mean, that's that's the orange of this process. is why we started working together, Ian. The, 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 yeah, the that's right. The, yeah. the human and the online. You know, yeah. and the human thing is such a, a major part of this but is so hidden and so yeah. neglected. Um, yeah. And, and the focus it tends to be just on the physical... What can I see on the website? Um, yeah. And there's no understanding in a lot of cases that there's, there's another dimension to it. No. And I think the internet came along really and, and sort of upset the apple cart in a way. A lot of these things yep. were quite logical um, pre-internet days. Oh, you've, you've got to have you, especially because a lot of the marketing and branding that was being put out there was being driven by advertising agencies. Mm. And there was very much a culture of, We've got to have our communication clear. We've got to we've got to be really sharp in in you know the the way we're talking to our audience. But then I think the internet came along and sort of opened up all these other possibilities and a lot of the really practical stuff of defining who you are and your messaging kind of got thrown out the window because anyone who could create a website could suddenly just start selling stuff online. Well, that's got worse. In, in the sense that you right. know, the, the earlier times when we had the, the website designers in there inherently, they had to be there because there was no easy way for your average punter to do it. And now you right. get onto multiple platforms and say, I want a website, put one up for me, occupy the, the picture boxes, occupy the text boxes and say publish. You know, yep. So I, I think in lots of ways it's actually got worse, but the the feeling of a lot of people in that space that have done that is they feel like they've, they've probably got you know level level one, level two web designer ticked off, but they haven't even started. They've just filled the boxes. And then another yes. level to that is, the, like you said, the search engine, understanding what it takes to be found, how much that is reflected by the content and what it's communicating. Yep. And then the actual keyword level, I suppose, feeds into that directly in that sense too. So there's so many dimensions to this to be found and to be effective more to the point in the online space. And, and yeah, it all sure. comes back to the individual, all comes back to the initial stuff we spoke about that is then represented appropriately. And I guess yeah. that's where the challenge is for most people, like we said. That's a nice wrap-up, Phil, because, mm. because this is a, a, a topic with many rabbit holes. But that's, a, that's a really nice opener. Um, mm. And I hope, I hope this is you know, working as a, a bit of a, uh, a medium for people to, to you know, for us to start this conversation, but then um, 
wherever we post this, people can continue the conversation, certainly certainly weigh in and have their comments as well. Yeah, it's another experiment. I mean, Horizon Workrooms has only been out since, what, late August? Yeah. So we're, we're only sort of six weeks, seven weeks in. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think this space is going to work just looking at it right now and getting a feel for what's happening. I know I've certainly got lost in the conversation. And I'm looking at you yeah. across the virtual desk here. <laughs> you know, it's pretty much, yes, I know it's an avatar, but everything else about it in terms of tonality, the voice, the whole aspect is obviously real. So I'd be yeah. you know, interested in some feedback from, uh, from yeah, the for people sure. that are viewing. Mm. For sure. We've been talking about feedback. Now it's time for us to get some. But, yeah, uh, spot on. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, – <laughs> oh, this is our – this is our first hacker chats in in VR, so it's quite a monumental uh, moment here. Oh, we didn't even use the whiteboard, and we've used it as a backing, a sort of a backdrop to the topic. But uh, yeah, we yeah. did. I, I feel like there's another level of sophistication here. We need to graduate. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, starting to um, yeah draw other things on the whiteboard yeah. will be a uh, another experience again for those that haven't actually yeah. used the VR. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And and as we go here, we'll we'll have we'll have uh, guests coming into the room here, and uh, and potentially some looking in as well, and having some chats with them. So just because we're in VR doesn't mean we're uh, we're sort of in this other universe. We're inaccessible. Hmm. Um, but it's an interesting space to be in. Can we do a high five? There's like number. Is it yeah, possible we, to do that? I don't know how far. I, can I, I don't think we. I don't think we, we can, can without reach. smash. <laughs> Without smashing things in the real world, like I can. Well, that's true too. I nearly, I nearly how, shoved. How, <laughs> I can, I can go high, but just yeah, not, they, we just sort can't of, it's sort of an air, sort of an air clap thing. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, you got dislocated yeah. wrist there as well somehow. I'm not sure that's happened, but anyway. Oh really? Yeah. Well, that's uh, yeah. That, I, I, I'm I'm really delighted that actually we able to get lost in the conversation because we've been in this space. And, and using the technology for a while and you get distracted by these sort of little things like oh my hands over here and and it's and it's nice to actually feel there's um you know there's a tactile sort of environment here that we can we can be a part of it just backs up the fact the whole world's created anyway so yeah there's, there's another a, topic have a have a cracking have a cracking day phil it's good good weather outside so good. yeah probably Probably time for a stroll. Yeah. And good day and goodbye to uh, to all the uh, the viewers or listeners high, or both. High, high fives Virtual can't reach you, but yeah, yeah, sending beams of <laughs> high fives out into the interwebs. Very good. <laughs> Talk soon.